Hello, Connected Parents, and welcome to another episode of Connected Parenting. Today, I want to talk about a concept that I cover often, both when I'm working with uh, clients, but also in the coaching calls and in the course. I talk about the importance of must-dos before can-dos. Hi, everyone. I'm Jennifer Colary. I'm a child and family therapist and a parenting coach and the founder of Connected Parenting. And welcome to the Connected Parenting Weekly Podcast. Join me every week. And we'll tackle everything from temper tantrums to bedtime to sibling issues to teenage angst. Parenting can be so wonderful, but it can be so hard. Parents often say to me, hey, can you just come live at my house? This is the next best thing. Let's do this together. So this is where you have a set of things that you want your kids to do. So it could be practicing an instrument. It could be homework. Um, It can be helping out a sibling, making your bed. It could be chores. Um, going outside, playing outside is a good example. It could be, um, playing board game with the family, something that you want them to do. And those are in the must do's category and you can sit down. Kids love visuals. So certainly having something that actually a sort of written down list of things, what are the must do's that you have to do? And those must do's need to be completed before your children get to do their can-dos. And can-dos are things like playing video games, watching a show, goofing around on the computer, um, anything that you want to sort of monitor and manage the time of. And then you wanna have this as part of a schedule. So you wanna have a nice big whiteboard. This is really important and and it takes a little bit of work to do it first, but I promise you, you will reap the benefits of this for a very long time. Children love to see things. They, They try to keep things in their head and they can't. So when they see it on a nice big whiteboard, so like a big honker of a thing that you get from Staples or Michaels or somewhere like that, or you can order it on Amazon, or you can make it on a big piece of bulletin board. Um, but the skeleton of it is kind of what goes on during the day. So wake up time, um, you know, who's picking them up after school, if they have aftercare, if they have programs, if they have a haircut, if they have the dentist, if they're going to visit grandma, who's picking them up, that type of thing. Um, if they're, if your kids are, um, if you're divorced and your kids live part of the time with the other parent, then you have your schedule on there. And then you have what time they're being picked up by the other parent. So there's just some texture, you'll see that anxiety will go way down when you have this because kids love the feeling of seeing things up there on paper. And it can't be a small little bitty thing that you stick to your fridge. It's got to be a big chunker of a thing. Um, If you don't want something that's kind of ugly and unpleasant to look at, get a chalkboard. You can even put a nice frame around it. Put the initial work in. Each child has a different color for their name. And then their activities and things that are specific just for them go in that color. And then things that are for the family go in another color. And then you're part of the day is that you're walking your kids to the calendar. Good morning, everybody. Okay. Let's go look at what today looks like. Okay. Today you have swimming and you're going to be picked up by grandma and you're going to be picked up at this time. And homework is at this time and dinner is at this time. Um, And then they sort of see it all laid out. And then on there, on that calendar, you have a list of the must-dos that need to be finished so they can earn their can-dos. So as soon as they finish the tasks that you want them to finish, the reward 
is that they can do their can-dos, which is playing, you know, on video games or watching TV, playing on the computer, that type of thing. Um, and then you kind of have to decide how much time you want your kids to be doing their can-dos for, right? So, you know, computer games, video games, things like that. You want to decide. And for some families, it's half an hour a day. For some kids, it's an hour. Some families are okay with like two or three hours with their kids are older, but they have to get all their must-dos done before they do that. Now I want to go back to must-dos because I think this is a really important category. And the must-dos aren't all things that are terrible. They're not things that are just chores. And they're like, oh no, I have to do this like going for walks and walking the dog and playing a board game together, or even family movie night, or if there's a show that you're all watching together as a family, um, that's must do time. That's time where you have to put that love and that attention into each other. Uh, you enjoy each other during that time and then they get their can do's. So I really recommend, and it's a good time of the year to sort of introduce the idea of the calendar you can sort of do a rough one by the, you know, I'm recording this at a time when it's in the middle of the summer. Um, so if kids are in day camp, um, that's a great idea to sort of get the sort of skeleton of the schedule going now. Um, and then the idea is that you'll of course build on that for September. So when back to school starts about a week before you're getting that finished um, manifesto ready um, and you're putting everyone's names in. It's a little bit of work at the beginning, I promise. But after that, you don't have to change much. It's just the only things you're adding after that is if it's, I don't know, parent interviews or there's a birthday party or there's, you know, some you know, dentist appointment, things like that can go on the calendar. So the kids not only look at what's happening that day, but they can actually have a glance at the whole week too. If you're, especially if you're looking at it on Monday and then that helps them um, take some of the things that they're trying to get straight in their head out of their head and onto this calendar, it also really helps you. So you have an idea, you have some texture of how that week is gonna work. It's really gonna make a difference for you, I promise. I've had so many families and I love when people send me photos of their um, calendars because they're all really creative and beautiful. And even if it's not, not your thing, don't worry about it. It just has to be big, okay? Um, but kids really, really do like it. And I, I get a lot of feedback on how kids, they did not expect their kids to be um, so comforted by this routine and by having this set up and it's got to be somewhere. I can't, I would not recommend a bedroom because it's really for the whole family. Um, really it's best in a kitchen or a family room somewhere where everybody's spending time together um, and see if that helps. It should really, really make a difference for you. And it's something to kind of practice and get in place before the fall. So thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Um, if you want more tips and more information and a deep, deeper dive into Connected Parenting, we've got our online courses. We have one that's just, you know, you're just listening to me. They're just videos on demand. There's also another version where I'm actively engaged and uh, participating in a Facebook group where everyone kind of talks together and helps each other. And I'm, I, I'm in there with video answers, sometimes audio answers, written answers. Um, we also have our village, which is such an amazing place where people meet weekly with at least two connected parenting therapists who help um, answer questions, support everyone. And it's a great place to practice the calm technique. It's a great place to practice mirroring. Um, so we would love to see you there. And I will see you next time on the next episode of Connected Parenting.